The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Get mad, bitches. <laughs> Get mad, bitches. Hey, what's up? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do it and not, not, and not laugh. Okay, all right. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode. Oh my gosh, I'm winded. Oh, the doing squats. Yeah, oh, right. Raiders, yeah, let's do that again. Okay. I stood up too fast. I got lightheaded. Did you? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh. hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. Raiders Fan Radio Rundown is kind of what we do in the off week, Jeff. Uh, yeah, when we're not live, we still want to come at you. We still want to talk with you and all that good stuff. And we'll join you in the chat room and all that good stuff. But yeah, I mean, we got we got stuff to talk about, you know? Talk about. There's a lot going on. It's a lot going on, man. It was, uh, you know, we got uh, Al Davis of Football Life going on over our back shoulder because uh, two great nations, Jeff, were born on July 4th. And so first off at the top of the show here, we like to give a little bit of respect. And let's respect the, the great one, the Maverick. Uh, Al Davis, who was uh, yes. born on the 4th of July. And so, of course, uh, our nation's, uh, the greatest nation in the world, uh, the United States of America, was born on the 4th of July. And so was Al Davis giving birth to the great Raider Nation, which is the greatest fan base in the entire There you go. And organization. The only, the only sports nation. The only sports nation. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, anyways, happy birthday to Al. Rest in peace. Um, was, there was another one. Um, oh, Yesterday was 63 days to the start of the NFL season. So today's ah. 62. So I put up a picture of Gene Upshaw. And it was there you go. Rest in peace, Highway 63, uh, Uptown Gene. Um, so yeah, 62 days away. Two months away, Swaggo. Oh right, my gosh, there. man. Yeah, we're here. We're, we're here. here. I mean, I, the obvious of the offseason is not going to be off again anymore. all right. Absolutely. You know? Uh, oh, so I guess we should probably start off the show by, uh, by thanking you for joining us. Yes. Um, this is the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. If you're new to the program... My name is Murph. Hi, Murph. Hi. 
<laughs> do you remember the show Romper Room? The, the what? You were, you were, you were too, nah, too young to remember nah. that. There was a TV show called Romper Room that used to come on. It was around like Sesame Street time. Okay. And the lady, I think her name was like Miss Julie or Miss Leslie or something like that. Okay. She had this magnifying glass and she would hold it up to the camera and she would go, I see Mikey and I see Tina and I see Tommy and I see Carl. And she would like, and you would like wait for your name. So like oh. if she was ever like, and I see Josh, I'd be like, ooh, ooh, like this, you know what I mean? Nice. So anyways. So what are we gonna be like? I see Paul, and I see Ron, <laughs> and I see Ebony, <laughs> and I see Michelle. There we go. <laughs> Hi, boys and girls. Hi, welcome to the Radio Rundown. I'm Murph, if you're new to the show, and this is my best friend and yours. Swag Jeff. Hey, what? Hey, hey, hey how hey, are you? Yeah, hey, man, we got, uh, we got a foundation. We got a foundation. We got a foundation. Yeah. So let's talk about that here at the top as well. And if, you know, we're talking about respect. So yeah. so yeah. So we started the uh, One Nation Foundation a few years ago. If this is your first time tuning in, so all the money that we make, super chats on the YouTube, any of that, any of our sponsorship dollars, it all goes to the One Nation Foundation. So uh, so we're going to be presenting a check to the Blitnikoff uh, Foundation in uh, November, hopefully for fifteen thousand yeah. dollars this year. Uh, we're, it's gonna we're, be close. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. We still got we'll a couple. Beat ten. Oh, last year was ten. We're on. We will hit ten very soon. So uh, I mean, our goal's fifteen. It might. I mean, maybe it's twelve. And we'll see. We'll see how it, how it shakes out. It, yeah. it, we're running a little lean compared to where we wanted to be. But that said, running lean compared to where we wanted to be is still going to be it's better. Still leaps than what and bounds to what we were it's last year. Still an improvement year. over, and you're going to continue improvement. And so, a hundred percent. It's kind of like when you set your budget. You know, like you want to make X amount of money through the course of the year. Yeah. And maybe you don't make that 9% increase. But if you make a 5% increase, you're still making money and you do better than last that's year. That's it, that's it. You got it, man. And yeah. you know, we still got some, we still got some giveaways we're gonna be doing in the Summer of Swag. We've still got a Devontae Adams jersey that we're gonna be doing uh, probably probably next live show. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that and then- Back in the uh, dining room, we're in the kitchen today. There you go, there you go. And then, uh, yeah, we're, we're just giving you a tour around the, the, tour around around the, here, around yeah. the, the Murph house there. Yeah. So, so if you wanna buy it, let me know. There you go, yeah, yeah. we're almost like realtors. In a sense, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, yeah. giving you tours of the house. Next week, join us in the master bathroom <laughs> for <laughs> for for the live show. So uh, so yeah, but anyway, so we um, I thought I heard, yeah, my phone's ringing. Oh, you need to get that? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so we do have a couple of uh, giveaways. We're gonna do Devonte next week uh, here at the very end of the month too. We've got to sign Bo Jackson, which yeah, is that's, I, that's our big that's ticket cool. item kind of for the year, which we're expecting. You know, we're not expecting anything, but like that one has the potential to be a massive. We think night that for could be a good one. That could be a so. Good one. So yeah. So we'll uh, so we'll be coming at you with that as well. But uh, but yeah, man. Hey, let's talk about the Raiders a little let's bit. Talk huh? about the Raiders a little bit. And I got one more housekeeping note for you. Yes. Too. Okay. So when we do, we're gonna we got a couple live shows coming up. We got one. We're just gonna be back in the dining room. Uh, then we've got a live show we're gonna do on the road at the Red Phone Booth from downtown Nashville. Yes. So we're gonna look forward to that. You're also gonna see a ton of stuff coming from us. Uh, in mid-August as we go out to Vegas to join the Raider Dad folks for the yes. tailgate at their event that you guys sponsored. Thank you very much, speaking of the foundation. Uh, and so we're going to be out there for that. Uh, so you expect to see that from us. But all that said, being that we've got these things, road trips and all this stuff kind of plan, we got to postpone the fannies. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We got to postpone the fannies. And I know uh, a lot of our listeners, that's your favorite show that we do every year. For those of you that don't know, that's our annual award show mm -hmm. where we award kind of like some silly awards to not only sometimes maybe ourselves, uh, a lot of times to our listeners. 
We like to highlight, you know, what you guys have done with our show throughout the course of the year. Uh, give some to the Raiders themselves. Like, it's just a really funny, goofy, um, fun time. We all get dressed up in our Raider best. And um, But anyways, I think we got to postpone it this year. We were hoping to be in the new fan cave uh, to kind of kick off the new fan cave with the fannies. But... It's not looking like that's going to happen. So uh, we'll either revisit the fannies later on, maybe doing it on like a bye week or something like that. Sure. We'll do it later on the season or we'll just, you know, maybe we just, unfortunately, we just, we don't do one this year, which yeah. sucks because it's like our favorite show. I mean, it's our too. favorite show as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah. We'll, but there's a lot that goes into planning for the fannies and you can't do it in a damn kitchen. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. So anyway. All right. So anyways, let's talk about the Raiders. Let's do that. We don't have an ad this week, do we? No Caesars or nothing. I don't think so. Okay. If you want to sponsor so. Raiders Fan Radio and the One Nation Foundation, let us know. Yeah, this is where it would go. This is where we go. Right here, Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, hey. We got some stuff cooking, maybe. Some stuff. We got some stuff. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, it's been probably, what, 10 minutes, and there's people screaming at their YouTube going, Oh, yeah. You're, you're talking about the Raiders. Yep. Right uh, now. Right now, we're going to talk about the Raiders. Um, so there's not a ton of news going on. Uh, there is the daily Josh Jacobs discussion that's going on. I guess we can kind of go ahead and kick it off from there. Um, yeah. Why don't you give them a little bit of an update of what we found today when we dug into the to the picture gate when it came yeah. to the Raiders and their social media. Well, yeah. Tell well, them what's been going there's, on. There's, there's some people in Raider Nation that will look for a story and look for the negativity in literally anywhere that you look. And, and you know, t- Twitter Twitter can be a negative place. I have noticed. Tw- yeah, yeah. Twitter can be. It has its moments, but it, it could be kind of a negative place. So so there's, you know, so, so that's where all the sad sacks hang out. You know, and that's fine. A lot of sad sackery going on. There's a lot of sad sackery going on. But uh, but so this week, the Raiders released uh, pictures of their different uh, skill position rooms. So, you know, of course, we saw the one last week of, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and Aiden O'Connell. And that and, zombie and, Brian Hoyer. And Brian Hoyer that looks like he'd been through it, bro. <laughs> been through it. And that, you know. That dude's on the back end of a Vegas trip right there. No kidding. No kidding. But then you saw, you know, you saw, you know, Devontae and Renfro and, and uh, Jacoby Myers mm-hmm. on one. And you see the tight end room with Horstead and, uh, and uh, Michael Mayer and uh, Austin Hooper and all this stuff. You see these pictures and then it's just like little, like real, like up close pictures of all these guys they're kind of cool i like it but uh but so they released the running back one and the running back room they said the running back room that's different and special they said was zeus white and brandon bolden and uh, amir abdullah Mm -hmm. right so of course everyone goes oh my gosh where's josh jacobs oh my gosh oh the disrespect is real murph the disrespect is so real i cannot believe that the raiders would release this photo and not have josh jacobs in it well, I hate to break it to you, and this might just be the business answer, but that's what this is. It's a business. And Josh Jacobs is not on the team right now. Yep. The end, the right? End. That's it. I mean, it's it's not any more complicated than that. And it even could come down to the idea that, and I don't know what the legalities are of using likeness rights and all that kind of stuff. But when a guy is not technically on your football team, can you publish pictures of him and as, as advertised, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But like, well, the point being, though, Raider Nation, is that there's likely there's other reasons that aren't personal. This is the stuff that, and, and you've heard me if you listen to this show at all. You've heard me rant about taking things personal in, 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 in business. As the great Bob Sugar said, it's not show friends, it's show business. It has nothing to do with 
disrespect. It has nothing to do with having an agenda. The only agenda that the Raiders have is winning freaking football games and and to, to, to put their best foot forward to attain that. And right now, they're working through a contract with one of our star players. The end. That's all it is. That's and it. There's, ain't nobody got feelings in this thing except for maybe Josh Jacobs. And I would encourage that young man to quit it. Like, you know, we and again, we kind of already rehashed some of this stuff, especially on the last live show, but we heard Kevin Bayard's comments and we, you know, you hear a lot of comments from a lot of players that kind of get it. Yeah. It's not on a personal affront. These aren't, this, this isn't disrespect. So as fans, so to put it this way, being that, that we're moving on from stuff we already kind of said last week, as fans, we got to make sure that we're not interpreting it like that. And when you see somebody hauling off on social media, don't let that thought infest your brain because no. it's not close to accurate. No. It's very far from the truth of what the actuality is. And the actuality is, is that they're working through a contract negotiation and they'll figure it out. Yeah. And he'll either be a Raider or he won't. And if he's not, he's sacrificing some of the most lucrative time in his career. If you pass up on a $10 million payroll, guess what? You got to earn that much more in the future to make up for what you left on the table. Yeah. He's not going to stay at the house, guys. No. He'll be in training camp. He'll sign his goddamn tender and play out $10 million and he'll be a Raider. And then next year, they'll figure the rest of it out. There you and go. if he walks, then he walks. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't, I don't think. I know you could franchise a player twice. I don't think the Raiders are but gonna franchise tag. I don't think twice. It because franchising him a second time, it'll be like fourteen million dollars or something probably. It's oh, next next year is gonna be a lot more. It goes so. up when you franchise someone a second time. It goes up. So, anyways, right, right, it, yeah. Josh and, is gonna be around. It's all gonna be fine. This is this is literally the kind of stuff that we go through in the off season because there's nothing else to right. You know what I mean? Right. To review, but it's all right. over social media. Right. right. Well, and, and you know, and I would tag even uh, to what you said as well. If you're one of those guys that are, you know, retweeting some of the stuff and tagging Josh going, oh my gosh, Josh, I'm so sorry that you've been disrespected. Stop with that as well. You fan how you want to fan, but take it from someone that's in the younger generation. You just call me old. Do you hear that? Well, the younger generation can get in their damn feels. And if someone says, Josh Jacobs, you're being disrespected. Josh might go, you know what? You're right, I am being disrespected. What the hell? Stop tagging him. Stop telling yeah, him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him to understand the business side of it. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, so. That's true. That's a good point, man. Like, let your feedback be one of encouragement yes. for both. Yes. Instead of trying to find a villain and disparage one or the other. That's it. Because I think that's another thing that is unfortunate that and social media does this on so many different things. It's not even just football. But it's like, it becomes such a polarized conversation sure. where it's like you're either this if you're not with us you're against us kind of a thing and it's like you know what? it doesn't have to be like that sometimes two things can be good and you just have to pick between them or sometimes both things can suck and unfortunately in this negotiation with our star player it sucks for both of them the Raiders are in a pickle because they can't afford to put together a competitive roster while overpaying for a, a running back Josh Jacobs is in an unfortunate position because of the way the CBA is structured and the way that the running back position is treated in the NFL. Neither one of those things are good. Neither one of those parties were responsible for the current setup. Josh Jacobs didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, the Raiders didn't either. Mm -hmm. So let's quit trying to find who's good and who's, who's bad. Who's the bad guy, who's yeah. Who's disrespected or who's not. That doesn't, that, it doesn't exist. Neither one of those parties are liable 
for the situation that they're in. So why in the hell would you want to find blame? Like, yeah. quit, uh, quit. There's, there's no yeah. blame. Yeah. So just be encouraging to both. That's we love the Raiders and we love Josh Jacobs. Amen. And we're all, we're all looking to do the same thing, to root for this football team and to be successful with this football team. So let's all be together on that. And then I'll also tag one more thing if we're berating people that are on Twitter. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Let's right? just go, so let's Twitter. Just go and, ahead. And by the way, and, and I want to reiterate what Jeff said too. You fan how you want to fan. This isn't us telling you you, you should think like this or you should think no. like that. Ain't nobody telling you to do that. This you is just how we think. This is how, we, this is how I approach this stuff is in That's order it. to not be driven crazy by this football team that can frankly drive us crazy. Sure. Is I would just consider you, I would encourage you to consider that there aren't uh, an evil entity out there that's working against one or the other, regardless of what side your brain may come sure. on. Sometimes there's just we can look at it the gray area. Sure. And, and I and I and, and I'll tag one thing, and and we talked about it I think a little bit last week, and we've talked about it over the course of the off season. Devontae Adams is not going anywhere. Stop no. this notion of I saw I saw just today about 20 minutes before we got on this uh, got on this rundown. Uh, someone posted someone from uh, uh, from Saints fandom or whatever, oh, a Saints content creator, because um, they're not a show producer. Um, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> so we saw this guy and he posts this scenario and goes, what's it going to take for Devontae Adams to get to become a Saint? Oh, he wants to go, luck. he wants to play with Derek Carr once again. And this scenario was oh Devontae gosh. Adams to the Saints for the Saints first and third round pick of next year or whatever, whatever. Get out of here with that. That is just not going to happen. The end. Stop talking about it. And you fan how you want to fan. But this one I am kind of telling you. Stop that shit. <laughs> that stop it. Because there. it just is not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just so not going to happen. Stop it. Yeah. Devontae's not going anywhere. No. And so, you know, in, and I even I think it was Scott and Mo we're kind of talking about. Scott and Mo from Silver and Black today. And shout those guys out. And we're going to talk about Mo here in a second in particular. Because um, Scott refuses to come on our show. So we won't. Yeah, yeah. We him. hate that about him. Uh, but, uh, um... I was going to say, oh, but they were talking about that, about this yeah. notion that, like, Devontae, like, he's bought in. He's bought in for the Raiders for this year. Now, what does that look like next year if the Raiders have a turd of a season? I think there's a fair conversation to be had because now we're approaching the end, or at least the, the back end of, portion of, of his, his career contract and his mm -hmm. contract. So, I mean, I kind of get that idea, and that made a lot more sense to me. But, like, for this year, stop. He ain't yeah. going anywhere. All right, so speaking of Mo Moten, yep. I want to shout out Mo. And uh, give him some respect for a great article yes. that he has this yes. week. This is on Sports Not. Uh, follow Mo. If you don't follow Mo, you're doing it wrong. Uh, he's become a good friend of ours around here at Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, we appreciate uh, his produced content, his uh, his show, and also his articles that he writes. And, um, you know, every the big talk around Raider fandom, of course, has been this Josh Jacobs thing. But this is what Mo had to say this week. Um, at this point in the offseason, you're probably tired of the same storylines. Is Josh gonna hold out? What's next for Hunter Renfro? Will Jimmy Garoppolo be ready for training camp? So let's dig instead deeper into the roster for discussions that need more attention before the team reconvenes for summer practices. So I'm not gonna read you the whole thing. Go to Sports Knot and seek it out there um, and go check it out. That way you could support Mo and, uh, and his, uh, his writing. Um, but he's got some great ones in here. Um, yeah. You know, talks about um, Nate Hobbs, like where, you know, is, is, is he going to return to that nickel? Or are we going to well, see I think he's come out and say he wants to. 
Is, 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 did he come out and he say that? He came out and said he prefers the inside. Okay. So him and Tyler Hall are kind of going to be fighting for that spot. And, you know, but so then you look at, you know, and I, and I can't remember if he said it in the article or not, but I think a lot of, and I'm telling you, I think Marcus Peters is still going to be here. I think Marcus I, is I coming. think he's coming and he's going to be one of those guys we hear, you know, we're not name dropping, but, you know, talking with Will Compton, those folks that are in that stage of their, of their career in playing, they're not going for training camp. They'll show up the day after it's over and go, okay, where do I sign? You know, they plug and play guys. They they're already doing their routines, they're practicing at home, all that kind of stuff. They're going to show up day one and be ready to go. They don't need training camp. Absolutely. And so then you're looking at Marcus Peters and likely Jacorian Bennett on the yep. outside. Yep. I like that with Tyler Hall and freaking uh, and Nate Hobbs working inside. Like yep. that's 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 pretty strong, man. Yep. That's pretty strong. We just got to figure out a way to cover freaking stupid Travis Kelsey. That's the only one because I think it makes too little to do it to, to bring him in. Yeah. But if you could put, I mean. I don't know if you put Nate on her or put Nate on, on Travis. He might be too big to he might get be, bodied might, by Kelsey. might be by too Kelsey. big. I mean, I think... That, I don't know what kind of linebackers. I mean, we'd have to depend on Mickey Spillane to freaking... Well, and Spillane's not a good cover he's guy. He's not a good cover he's guy. He's not a good cover guy. He's he's going to be... You're going to see Spillane a lot more in your first and second down, you know, run, you know, primary run plays and stuff yeah. like that. We're going to see him mixing it up in the backfield. And then that third down, okay. uh, you're going to see a lot more. Obviously, you're going to see a lot of Divine Diablo all year long. I guess Divine's probably... That's probably the guy, right? I, I, now he's got that big enough body that he, yeah. can, he can freaking go toes with Kelsey. Yeah, but and, and Mo you know? says in the article as well. He talks about uh, he talks about uh, what Bernie, uh, the guy we got out of Florida. Is it Bernie? Oh, Amari Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That we uh-huh. got out of out of Florida late in the in the draft this year. That guy, like his his like highlight reels were all about like the like crazy interceptions that he had. So so I think he's a lot more of a cover guy. So I mean, you could even see a combo of Diablo and Bernie both on a guy like Kelsey, you know, I mean, in, you know, in passing situations. So. That's what, and it, yeah, and that's what he goes on to mm-hmm. say here is he said Amari Bernie could be that guy um, while, uh, you know, Divine Diablo obviously is going to have the green dot. Um, uh, that, that, yeah, that, that it's going to be Amari Bernie. Because, yeah, and then he also says right there, Sure, the front office signed Robert Spillane, but he allowed a woeful 109.2 Ooh, passer rating in coverage last year. That's bad. That's not good. That's, that's not good. So this is he's not to say that that's his mo, but I mean the track record is not track great. Is track so, record, so and that's he, okay. And look, and this is the way I look at it: like, you know, you don't. Not every player is going to be great at everything, mm-hmm. but you want them to be great at something. Sure. And if his strength is playing the run and playing up close to the line of scrimmage and even zipping in on sacks and stuff that we've seen. Then that's great. Then let him do that. You know what I mean? Then let yeah. him do that. We'll have another guy come in and play. There you go. And that really and so oh, and he rounds it out. He, he talks about Greg Van Rotten in here. Uh, also talks about DeAndre Carter. Go yeah, who that. they say uh, Rotten? They said he could steal a the uh, Alex Bar spot. Alex Bar spot. So it's a co- great article in there. So go support Mo. Go check out what he's got going on over there at Sportsnot. But I think the Greg that article highlighted to me one thing that I think is something that we as fans have been guilty of this year, and that is feeling that or thinking that the Raiders have not done enough in the offseason, that we haven't done enough to address defensive tackle, that we haven't done enough to, to address linebacker, that we haven't done enough to address the secondary or whatever. But when you look at the amount of players that the Raiders have acquired via the draft and free agency this offseason, we've done a lot. Now, they didn't acquire a bunch of household names. They acquired a bunch of young players. But if these are young players that fit into the different systems, whether that be offensive or defensive, and these coaches are getting a first-hand look at these guys, 
until they give us a reason to not, yeah. I'm gonna trust that they've already done what they needed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every year you watch in the NFL, players come out of nowhere. Great players can come out of nowhere. Maybe that's what we're on the verge of. Instead of us looking at this as like, well, they didn't do anything. Well, they did a lot. They just didn't sign high profile names. Sure. So sure. I'm kind of with this idea that like I'm really, you know, as I read articles like this from Mo and, and just do our own talking around things and you know, uncover guys like, what's our guy's name? Our linebacker, Drake. Uh, oh, Drake Thomas. Drake Thomas. Yeah. You know, you uncover and you kind of like dig in a little bit on what these guys are. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to get some confidence, yeah. man. Now this, it's, listen, I do this every year. Sure. But, but why would you, to... but why would you not? Well, and that's the thing is like, we always say, find something to like latch onto and be positive about. And, you know, and you look at a guy like, I mean, cause we talked about, you know, a lot of people were, were upset that we didn't address linebacker enough and stuff like that. But remember too, that I like, I think we're getting a new linebacker in Divine Diablo wow, this year. That's, that's yeah. you know, yes, he was on the roster in the last couple years, but like this guy, I think is, is he's, his game is just gonna look way different way this year. He's added a bunch of weight. He's got all these responsibilities. Now he's kind of a locker room bet and he's pointing and doing pointing the young guys in the right direction in the right direction when McDaniel said in years past that he wasn't doing that so I mean I think we're gonna see a whole different look and then you look at even in the secondary like what you just said our cornerback room kind of looks like it may be shaping up a little bit and then let's not forget that we also got Marcus Epps back there and I'm really excited about him he was kind of a guy that everyone was like oh that's the safety free agent safety we picked but that guy was in the midst of an amazing defensive core in in Philadelphia and so you know I mean he yeah. might have even gotten overlooked in Philly and so he got maybe a more team-friendly deal that the Raiders got him on but I mean this guy could ball out for us and I'm kind of halfway expecting him to absolutely and then we got Merrick coming back look Merrick had a little bit of a sophomore slump but sure he did he was still I mean he's still got the potential to be a great player Chris Smith comes in with the potential to, to be a, a, a playmaker like that's what I'm saying like we've done a lot it just I don't mm -hmm. think that it's recognized how much the Raiders have actually done just because it's not a trade for Patrick Queen or what, you know what I mean? It's not a big, big move, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and by the way, we've got the gonna be, soon to be, Defensive Player of the Year on this oh, football Oh yeah, let's team. not forget. I'm, I'm telling you, man, Max, talk about breakouts. If we get any kind of decent coverage on the back end, freaking Max and Tyree and, and um, Chandler, they're gonna yep. eat, dude. Those yeah. guys, I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm so stoked uh -huh. for what our pass rush is gonna look like this year. I think that people are sleeping on how good our pass rush is gonna oh, be. Oh yeah. Matt, yeah. talk about guys that have like developed their bodies and put themselves in different, just like what Divine Diablo is. Max Crosby doesn't look like the same guy anymore. I mean, nope. he's like all doing all this MMA stuff and all that. Like, so he's got like all, he's like increasing his agility and his strength uh -huh. and his you know, his his motor, like that's, you know, he doesn't get tired. Yeah. This dude is gonna be just as good in the fourth quarter on third down than he is on first down the first in the snap first of the quarter. game. Yep. I'm telling yep. you, man, so like, I, I think Max, I mean, our breakout player on defense this year is Devon Diablo, it's kind of all we all, we all kind of yeah. collectively picked. If it's possible, Max Crosby has a breakout because he becomes even more of a breakout than he's already done in his I'm career. I'm telling you, the guy has the potential to be defensive player of the year. I think it's, so. He's gonna be that freaking good, man. I think so too. Um, I think he's gonna blow the Bosa's out of the water. He's gonna blow anybody else that's ever he's ever been compared to. Mm -hmm. 
Blow him away, dude. Yep. I think yep. TJ Watt, all those kind of guys. Yeah, no, he's going to be that dude this year for sure. I think and, so. And, and he's got a better cast around him. You know, we've always we've always said, you know, Chandler was Chandler was very helpful to Max last year. You know, yes, Chandler sucked up blocks, but now we've and now you add Tyree Wilson into that mix, and you got Tillery coming back for another year. You got the pair Underrated. of you got the pair of Butlers that we got in you know Matthew and. Uh, uh, What's what's the other butler's name? Is it Andre? What's it? Uh, no. Oh shoot! Is it in the article? Some, yeah, it's on the last page, I think. Um, uh, um, no. Not so Whatever. We got we got all the butlers, and and so like that room is like like deep. It's really deep. So so I I, I really think that like like you said, Max is going to have a whole lot more support this year, and he's going to see a lot more uh, a lot more one on ones. So, you know, so yeah, so I think so. What is that guy's name? We gotta find that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll look it up. Well, I can't look it up because I, I don't have my phone because we're using my phone. That's okay. Can you look it up? Sure. I don't want to. Will you say something? I don't want to quit the show. And then, yeah, so uh, while Jeff's looking that up, I'm gonna give you one one tag to the um, to the Josh Jacobs thing, kind of going back to that for a second. And then we've got one email we're gonna get to. We're gonna get to Paul's email. Uh, actually, before I do that, while he's. Adam there. Butler. Adam Butler, thank you. Okay. I knew there was an A in it. All right, so um, thank you, chat room. Thank you guys for hanging in here with us. And uh, let us know your thoughts in the chat room. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Uh, we want to know what your take is, Raider Nation, because uh, this show is at its best when it's conversational. And, like, yes. you know, we're not here to just, you know, uh, espouse our opinion in, in, the, in the spirit of, oh, we're right. I don't know. We could be full of shit. I don't know. So you guys tell and us. More what, than likely we are. That's most of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's been proven true that's, most absolutely, times. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, there's a reason my title is Blowhard on the show. You know there what I you mean? Go. Like, yeah. Um, anyways, go, going back real quick to this, and then let's get into Paul's email. Uh, if you read the article, so the Raiders post on their social media, interestingly enough, it was only on Facebook. It wasn't on the Twitter one, mm-hmm. okay? But interestingly enough, they posted on the Facebook the article to the running backs that... Um, that, that accompanied that photo, right? That accompanied that photo. Mm-hmm. Well, if you actually take the time to read it and go past the picture and click on it, it's, this is from the Raiders themselves. It says the Raiders' run attack was potent last season and the hints, and hints at the reasoning behind the entire unit returning this year. The entire unit returning this year. That's in the first sentence. The second sentence says the success of the running back, success of the running game can be described in two words. Josh Jacobs. He's oh, been that a guy. Pro Bowl caliber Raider, uh, uh, caliber uh, player for the Raiders since being drafted out of Alabama, and then goes on to list all of his bona fides and accomplishments in the silver and black. That's how the freaking article reads. So, yeah, there's not a conspiracy. There's no disrespect. There's no disrespect. The Raiders literally respect him. The first words out of their mouth. Yep. So there I think we go. should move on way way past that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's do something fun. Absolutely. Let's do that. So, how do, uh, uh, how do people email us, Jeff? Oh, you can email us. Uh, not, not, I was going to say a multitude of ways. No, you can only do that one. <laughs> uh, that is show. Well, you could, but only one of them's going to get yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is show. That is S H O W 
at RaidersFanRadio.com. So you can do that. You can also call us, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. You can do that. We don't have any email or any voicemails tonight, but we do have uh, we do have one from Paul. We got, we got an email from Paul. We got an email from Paul, and it's and it's Love fun. our emails from Paul. And you know what? And respect to Paul, because like like if if he could step up anymore in his emails. Like his emails have been really good, and like the obvious of the off-season Paul thing, it's got us like talking a it's lot. Fun. It's, it's really fun. Really so, fun. So, and we got another one coming at you yeah. today. So uh, evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. The offseason is still hanging around, and there's still not a lot happening. I'd love to give you my opinion on Derek Carr's latest move into the love me, none of it was my fault market, but, the, <laughs> but his friends and family are sensitive, and I wouldn't want to make anybody cry. Uh, and they can't handle constructive debate anyway, so I'll just leave it alone. The Josh Jacobs deal or no deal decision is yet to be made, but we haven't got too long for that deadline to happen. So with that being said, I've got more of this this or that questions for you cool. uh, to pass awesome. around, uh, to pass some of the time. So I've, 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 he's put his answers down. He goes, oh, okay. Good. We gotta, well, we're yeah. glad to hear your answers. Yes, Let yes, us know yes. in the chat room what yours are or the YouTube comments. Absolutely. So first one, uh, first category, which was worse? Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. The number one overall draft pick, oh. Jamarcus Russell. Well, and we got to clarify the rules here. Okay. You have to, you pick, have to one. pick one. You can't go, well, they both sucked. Or like, no, no. I like them both. Yeah, so. which was, the category is which was worse. So it's clear that both of them suck. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. I mean, it wouldn't be like Jamarcus Russell or Super Bowl 18. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. how this shit works. Yeah. That's not okay. how this shit works. Okay, so which was worse, Jamarcus Russell number one draft pick or the John Gruden trade to Tampa Bay? Wow. Uh, I'm going to say John Gruden trade to Tampa Bay because that cost us a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, if the Raiders play anybody other than a John Gruden coach team, the guy that invented the freaking offense that Bill Callahan didn't make any changes to, that informed their defense exactly what to do to, against us, mm-hmm. that cost us a Super Bowl. Where Jamarcus... He was, this is what people forget a lot. And this isn't me taking a shot at Paul, but sure. I just, just kind of throwing it out there. People forget a lot that Jamarcus was a consensus number one pick. The Raiders were praised for taking Jamarcus Russell number one overall. It wasn't, that wasn't a controversial owl type. That wasn't a Darius Hayward Bay. That wasn't even a DJ Hayden. Right. That wasn't one of those moves where you go like, Huh, Gary and Conley. Like, right. there's a lot of guys that got drafted in the first round by the Raiders, and and there's a a mix or a what? You know, Alex sure. Leatherwood, right? There's a lot of those. Right. Jamarcus was not that. No, Everybody was fine. This was the guy that could throw it 60 yards from his knees. This is the guy that was an athletic freak and at LSU. Right. You know, SEC quarterback. Like, I mean. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So Paul actually Paul puts uh, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, that was his answer. I I, I tend to I'm, I'm leaning towards your side too because I think also yes it did cost us a Super Bowl. I think would have run away with it hands down uh, that following year. Uh, but you also think if John Gruden hadn't have been traded and our success continued. We win the Super Bowl that next year. We keep going on. We're not in the that, number one draft pick position in the first place anyway in 2006. That isn't going to happen. So uh, our guy would have been someone mid to late round. That's true, So man. that would have never happened had John Gruden not that's been traded away. That's a good away. point, man. And we might have gotten another one in there. There you go. Because that team, you know what I mean? Was unbelievable. Was, uh, was great until Gannon got hurt, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was okay. I mean, mm-hmm. at least there was a big drop off after. But like... Yeah, that's interesting. The only reason I would even consider the other one would be that 
then I, this is probably where you're coming from, Paul, is that uh, Jamarcus and Sam Darnold, really, kind of the reason we have rookie contracts structured the way that they are now is because of the predicament that it put you in. When you drafted a quarterback that high and paid him that much money and guaranteed money, if it didn't pan out, you're screwed for like five years. Oh, yeah. So I think that's probably where Paul's coming from is that while we may have been excited on draft day for Jamarcus. It cost us a lot of success. Oh, my gosh. Time. It you know? killed us. Or, or, I mean, you could even go as far to say that he, he, was, he was upset about that because we could have gotten Megatron. Yeah, but who's going to throw him the ball? Well, that, Andrew well, Walter? You know well, what I mean? Like, that's, you know. That's true, that's true too. That's true, that's true, too. Anyway, that's true good too. one. Okay, good one, that, was a great, that was a great one. Yeah. Uh, next one. The Tuck Rule game or the Rich Gannon-Saragusa injury in 2000? Gannon-Saragusa because we would have freaking smoked the Giants in the Super Bowl I think Bowl so, that too. Year. I think so, too. He, he has Tuck Rule. Um, Which, that one I is. I mean, it, again, it's not a, there's not a wrong answer. It's not answer. a wrong answer. No. Um, tuck Rule, you know. We, I don't know. I don't know if our defense was good enough to win it all that year. You got to remember, they, the, the Patriots were a huge freaking underdog against the Rams. This is the freaking greatest show on turf Rams that we would have gone up against in the Super Bowl. And I wasn't even in an AFC championship game anyways. Right. So I don't know, man. I don't know if we would have had the defensive horsepower to keep up with that greatest show on turf. Where when you look at the Kerry Collins-led Giants, our defense would have freaking oh, dominated that game. Him, when you him. look at Kerry Collins and Trent Dilfer, that's like the worst two quarterback performances in the history of the Super Bowl. Yep. Like Rich Gannon and that offense would have freaking dominated, and we'd have eaten that freaking um, that offense up, man. So yeah. that, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one. Yep. Okay. Uh, Bo Jackson's hip injury or Derek Carr's broken leg in 2016. I'm gonna go Derek Carr. I, I'm going, and no disrespect, Paul. We've agree, we disagreed on all three of your answers because he put Bo, which I, that's obviously not a wrong answer either. But I, but I'm with you. I think because 2016, we would have. I mean, Derek we, was on an MVP track yeah. a lot of that season, and he might have won the MVP had he not gotten hurt. And you know, and and also that same thing kind of situation. That defense, I don't think we were good enough to win the Super Bowl that year. But we could have won a first or you know round, maybe made an AFC championship. Mm -hmm. That team was freaking good, man. Mm -hmm. You know that was Riverboat Jack and all that stuff. Where those Bo teams, you know, they they were great. Like I don't I don't think Bo Jackson, even at the time, back then the running back was so much more of a prominent position. Mm -hmm. Even then, it's not enough to carry a football team. We yeah. had a, almost a complete football team. In 2016, sounds like our secondary. You know what I mean? Sean Smith yeah. and some of those yeah. guys. Well, and if Derek hadn't gotten hurt, too, we would have won the division. Because we, we kind of trickled in and we lost that last game of that yeah. season, right? Yeah. So that's why we had to go and play Houston in the wild card yeah. round. And if Derek, and really, see, this is where you're getting, you really want to speculate out. Losing Bo, obviously, it, it ended his career, and that sucked. I don't know how long even his impact would have been should he stayed healthy. Yeah. If Derek doesn't get hurt in 2016, we, we wouldn't, I don't think, and I don't know, it's just speculation, just my fan opinion. I don't think we see the decline that he went through mm -mm. from then to no. now. No, his has, game changed. Literally his has game not been changed. the same player ever since that day. Yep, truth. Truth, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, uh, losing to Jeff Saturday's Colts or losing to the Saints without crossing the 50-yard 50, uh, 50 line for 58 minutes? Oh, gosh. Uh... uh I guess you got to go with Jeff Saturday, right? You got to go lose. The only game he ever won as a head coach was against us. 
Paul doesn't think so. Paul really? goes Saints too. He's got a case of the ass for the Saints, though. That's true. Yeah, but no, I, you know, and I, I would tend to lean to agree with you as well. I mean, the guy comes in, you know, he has a beer with the owner and then goes and coaches the team and freaking beats us. Like, yeah, that's pretty that weak. That sucks. That but sucks the, but pretty that hard. Saints one was. That asking. Saints one was just, that was maybe the most unbearable game to watch, maybe that I've seen. It was pretty bad. I you mean, don't cross the 50 until Jared Stidham comes in. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. All right. That might have been the day. That might have been the game. That or Pittsburgh. That might have been the one where they were like, "Okay, we're going oh, to do something." Different. Oh, that's that Saints game. I mean, that was when at least the juices were flowing and in, into that idea mm -hmm. that you know maybe it's time. Yeah, maybe it's was, run it, was its course. It the, was it post Colts game when he was crying and Derek was crying? It wasn't post Saints, right? It was post Colts. No, nah, it was post post Colts. It's post Colts. So, so either so, one yeah. of those games. Either yeah, one of them. Yeah. 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 Wow. Anyway. Uh, Khalil Mack trade or Marcus Allen to the Chiefs? Oh, damn. Uh, I'm going to say Khalil. Okay. Because Marcus did great things as a Raider, won a championship, the greatest, one of the greatest runs in Super Bowl history, running mm -hmm. with the night. Like, I mean, he did a lot. As a fan, it really sucked. But we had kind of seen, I know he did more with the Saints, but he played the vast majority of his career with the Raiders. Sure. And he didn't go on to win, win much anything. I think they went to one AFC championship with him in Montana and all that shit. Where Khalil, I think that represented a shift in the Raiders. He was my favorite Raider mm -hmm. at the time he was traded. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think that when his upside, he was already dominant and he had more room to grow and yeah. get better. And so what that, that represented in that the Gruden and Mayock make this move, at the time I supported it because he was they were he was due a big giant payday, so they didn't have to pay him all that money, so they could spend their money elsewhere in free agency, and acquired all that draft capital to go out and draft players. Well, if they would have done something with that, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have it on my list. But they screwed up everybody they signed from. Who's the freaking from uh, Lamarcus Joyner to Little, what, what, Little Corey Littleton, Vontez Perfect? You know the list goes the on list and goes on. on and on. The, the free agents that we acquired were terrible, mm -hmm. uh, and then the freaking didn't do anything with the draft picks no, other it, than Josh Jacobs. Other than Josh Jacobs. So it's like I think that Khalil trade was just a freaking. So so show. in comparison to the 2023 Raiders, so that would that would essentially be. Like trading away Max, Max Crosby. Yes, 100%. At this point, at this point. yeah. So, yeah. and that's what that would be the only reason why I do that. I would, as a new, as would if Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler would have traded Max Crosby last year. Remember when they gave him the new contract extension? The first thing they did when they got in the building, it was them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe instead of doing that, they trade him away. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like that's what it was when Gruden and Mayock came in. Yeah, that's the that was our first order the of business. First thing they did was trade Khalil Mack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and uh, but uh, Paul says Marcus, but that's probably because Marcus whipped our ass for a while when he, he left. He did. Oh, he did. You know. Yeah. So so yeah. So and I, I get that too. Okay. So now some players, and this one's gonna be tough because these are all Raiders. Oh man. Okay. All right. So first one. Okay. This or that? Okay. Ray Guy or Shane Leckler? Oh, jeez. 
Uh, I gotta go Ray, just because he was my guy. I had his poster on my wall yeah. when I was a kid. Um, I posted a picture today. Um, NFL.com asked for what picture of what moment in Super Bowl history do you think should be hung up in the Louvre or Louvre, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. the, the, right, the art museum in France. And I put the picture of Ray Guy when Todd Christensen hikes the freaking ball in the Super Bowl over his head. Yep. And Ray Guy, former wide receiver, jumps up, I don't know, four feet in the air yep. and freaking snags the ball at its highest point, brings it down and gets the punt off. Um, incredibly athletic guy. Ray was the first. Leckler was amazing, yep. but Ray Ray was the very first. Okay. You know, and the fact that Al Davis drafted a punter with a broken foot in the first round. Yeah. And oh yeah, by the way, he's the only one in the Hall of Fame. Like that, there, you, there you go. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. With you on that. Uh, guy. Ray okay, Guy. Good. All right. uh, Lester Hayes or Mike Haynes? Lester, because he was a career Raider. Uh, as much as I love Mike Haynes, uh, yep. yeah, give me the career guy. Tim Brown or Devontae Adams? I gotta go Timmy, Timmy. man. Yeah, Timmy. at this point, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we may not say that when Devontae's career is over, if he wins us a Super Bowl or something like that, then for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming in the AFC Championship game or something like that. But like as of right now, Timmy's. I mean, he's our all time. He's, he's our, all time guy. All timer. Yeah. All timer. Uh, Todd Christensen or Raymond Chester? Oh shit, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because you don't have to go Casper or make it easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Christensen. Although I really yeah, want to go yeah. Chester too, but Chester was kind of overshadowed when Casper came in, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Even though Ray was still on the team and stuff, it was Casper became the tight yeah. end for the Raiders. So yeah. where Christensen was the guy that replaced Casper. Yeah, they replaced, yeah. Yeah, and, and was dominant. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. give, me, give, me, give me Christensen. All, All right, right. Uh, George Atkinson or Jack Tatum? Oh, Jack. Yeah, yeah Tatum. Jack. And I Tatum. love, we love George. We love George. <laughs> Call me assassin, yep. man. Let's yep, go. exactly. Uh, Khalil Mack or Rod Martin? Oh, Rod Martin. Yeah, Rod Martin. Three interceptions in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, 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 Rod Martin. Yeah, Yeah. all right. I apologize for this last one, says Paul. Oh, no. Al Davis or John Madden? (laughs) You say funny, Paul. Yeah, right? I mean, you gotta, I mean, without Al, there is no John. Without Al, there's no John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so now some... It's like saying, do you pick God or Jesus? Well, there you go. Start at the top. Yeah, start at (laughs) the top. Maybe that no, wasn't the best. Right Jesus. <laughs> that better work. Jesus. Oh my gosh. Okay. Pardon me, I'll be repenting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, all right. So, so some non-football stuff, non-Raider stuff. Let's 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 uh, let's fly through these. Okay. Um, uh, Billy Joel live or Stevie Nicks live? Billy Joel. Yeah. Slammed up. Let it be or Hey Jude. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon or the Wall. Oh, Dark Side. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dark Side. Yeah, yeah I love that. Uh, Zeppelin or The Who? Oh, Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Slam dunk Zeppelin yeah. for me. That's one of my favorite bands, Paul. Purple Rain or Thriller? Ooh, you're going to have a meltdown. This, this, one, this one's hard. This one's hard. Um, I'll just say Thriller for me just because that was my jam. The, album, it's, the album itself? Man, that's hard. Thriller was huge because it, it was a, a shift. You weren't old enough to remember this. When that Thriller video came out, it was the biggest thing in the world, okay. like to have like a yeah. full on like a ten minute. Yeah, video I think I think if you I think you talk about an album in its entirety, you got to go Thriller. Purple Rain maybe like the song itself, maybe the best song ever. I was gonna say that's like your favorite song. It's my favorite song ever, but in its entirety, I think you got to go Thriller. Uh, which uh, Paul disagrees wholeheartedly. He says Prince every day and twice on Sundays. Okay, there you yeah. go. Uh, all right, uh, Enter Sandman or Hell's Bells. 
Uh, I'm not a big Inner Sandman fan. It was You're funny because I was wearing my Metallica shirt before we started. Yeah. Uh, I, I typically don't like my favorite band's biggest songs. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Light My Fire. I don't care for Inner Sandman. I don't care for Stairway to Heaven even. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. fine, but my favorite songs are the deeper tracks mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I don't care for another brick in the wall. Speaking of Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. give me brain damage all day long, every day, mother, mm-hmm. freaking free four, like all those songs. Sure. So anyways, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with, with, with Hell's Bells. Plus that's the bell that the Raiders used to use. That's true. I, I still think we use it in Legion. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think but so. yeah, on third down, it's, yeah. All right, De Niro or Pacino? Uh, De Niro, man. Yeah. I love Goodfellas, love Godfather 2. Like, I mean, right. yeah. Pick the, pick the Batman, Michael Keaton or George Clooney. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Okay, I'm going to surprise you with this one. Uh, are you? Yes. Okay. George Clooney is way underrated as Batman. Really? Yes, and here's why. Follow me on this. You want to get nerdy for a sec, Raider, Raider Nation? Okay, here, here you go. The best Batman are the best Bruce Waynes. Because in the costume, it's stunt guys and stuff. They all relatively look the same in the Batman suit. How good are you at playing a debonair, spoiled brat millionaire? Well, what is George Clooney? That he is that. He is the debonair millionaire. Like he yeah. plays Bruce Wayne. Now that movie wasn't the best Batman movie, mm-hmm. but he is Bruce Wayne. I think he's the best one there, there was as far as Bruce Wayne goes. Really? Yeah, so therefore I think it's the best Batman because where's the acting happen? The acting doesn't happen in the bat suit other than Where's the trigger or whatever that kind right, of stuff? Right, right. You know what I mean? That that freaking Christian Bale does or whatever. But when you're in a tuxedo at a party, yeah. how good of a Bruce Wayne are you? Clooney was the best. All right. Well, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, everybody, nobody, nobody will agree with me, but that's okay. No, that's okay. Yeah, no one. Yeah. Hey, I'd stand in defiance, just like ketchup on my hot dogs and pineapple on my pizza. Super. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, Pryor or Eddie Murphy? Oh my gosh, uh, Pryor. I gotta go, Eddie. You gotta go but that's Eddie. but that's you know that's a younger guy. Yeah, but Eddie was delirious and raw. We're right in my wheelhouse. I was a teenager. Delir- delirious is my favorite stand-up of all time. Is it? It's my yeah yeah. I yeah. like because Pryor and Carlin are my two all-time. But Pri- I mean Pryor walked so Eddie Murphy could run. A hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so yeah. Look up the uh, if you've never heard it. Look up Richard Pryor on Leon Spinks, the former heavyweight champion. One of the funniest freaking bits. Oh, yeah. You'll ever you'll ever hear. I'm just glad he didn't do Pryor or Carlin. No, yeah, that'd be tough. Oh my god! I, tough. I, I next, next time, Paul. You know what? I don't even know if I could. Mm. I mean, maybe I. Yeah. You could. I probably could. I'd, I'd pick Carlin just because he was such a wordsmith. Yeah. You know, I think Pryor was funnier. Mm-hmm. I don't think Carlin was funny. I think Pryor was funnier than Carlin. But they're just they were different. They were different comedians. Different comedians. Just different styles. Yeah. You know, but Carlin's wordplay was just. It's fantastic. There was no better wordsmith in the entire world. It's fantastic. Maybe Mark Twain or something. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yeah. All right, All right. Uh, Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia or Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn? Wow. Uh, crush on one as a kid and appreciation of another as an adult, so. Princess Leia for me. Yeah, I gotta go, that was one of my first crushes, so yeah, yeah. I gotta go Carrie yeah. Fisher. Yeah. All right, Har- Slay, Harrison, Leia, Harrison Ford or Clint Eastwood? Oh, Harrison Ford, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise or Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. All right, uh, now films and TV. Okay. Blazing, Blazing Saddle or Young Frankenstein? Blazing Saddles all day. A Young Frankenstein for me. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's a great move. Well, the, again, I mean, there's no bad yeah, answer. There's no wrong answer. Uh, three Amigos or This is Spinal Tap? Oh, damn. Oh. I, I agree with Paul on this one. I think what you got to go th- Three Amigos. 
I don't know, man. Spinal Tap is genius, and it was it's the really first good. movie that ever did what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, that's tough. That's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll just go, Three Amigos was the first one that popped into my head. Yeah. Just because, you know, my little boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so funny, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll go Three Amigos, but that one was really tough. That's tough. All right, uh, Platoon or Deer Hunter? Uh, you know what? I'm not a huge fan of either of those, frankly. Yeah. I'm not, uh, but Deer Hunter because De Niro. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Paul said platoon on that one. Uh, Superman or Batman? Batman. Batman. He goes. He goes Superman. Does he? He goes Superman. A lot of people like. A lot of people like Superman. Yeah. Because he's the ultimate superhero. But that's why I don't care for him. Untouchables are the usual suspects. Untouchables. I just watched yeah. it the other day. Yeah. It holds I, up, man. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Speaking again, De Niro. Once Upon a Time in America or Scarface? Scarface, man. Yeah, he goes Once Upon a Time in America. That's that's a great movie, it's a great man. One. That's a great movie, but no, Scarface, I mean, that's just, yep. again, completely different and completely unique uh-huh. to its own and perfectly portrayed by Al Pacino. Yep. Uh, Cheers or Frasier? Oh, Cheers. 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 Yeah. He goes Frasier on that, too. Well, Paul's smarter than we are. That is true. Frasier's They're... a lot more cerebral of a show. That's true. I don't like cerebral comedies as much. Yep. I like British comedies, speaking of Paul. But I don't like, you know, I don't care for like Frasier. I'm not a big Seinfeld guy. I didn't like any of those like heady things. I like goofy shit. That's why I like British comp because I love like Monty Python. Yeah. Because it's smart, but it's goofy as hell at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he says, in pointless, pointless trivia in Spinal Tap, Harry Shearer wears a blue and gold striped Shrewsbury Town soccer jersey. Shrewsbury is the county town capital, if you will, of Shropshire. No way! There you How go. How fun is that? There I you totally go. know what jersey you're talking about. There yeah. you go. All right. Is so that it? Stay oh, safe. Oh, oh, our oh, family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one. Oh, that's right. Winner, yeah, because I, I, I yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. Winner of the Raiders fan, okay. Uh, five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one. Winner of the Raiders fan radio, BRT Sizzler Award. There you go. There you go. Wow. That was fun. That was fun. That, that was, was fun. fun. Uh, we got to go. We got to get on a call with Joel that we're late to. Oh, we sure are. Yeah, we sure okay. are. So uh, appreciate you, Raider Nation. We love you guys so very, very much. Let us know all your answers in the in the, in the chat, but uh, even in the comments, uh, if you could do us a favor while you're here, hit the like, hit the subscribe, leave a comment in there. Um, let us know what you like about the show. Let us know what you don't like about the show. Uh, just, just give us your feedback. This thing is all conversational when it's at its best, and we want to know what your guys' thoughts, what your opinions, what your this or that's. All that good stuff. Uh, Let us know because we always love to go back and read through those. Uh, So thanks again for joining us. We'll be back here again on Wednesday for a live show. We're going to be giving away a Devontae Adams jersey uh, with all proceeds, not all proceeds, all money, period. Yep. um, Going to support the One Nation Foundation, which is our nonprofit that we are looking to raise at least um, 12,000 bucks for the Blitnikoff Foundation, but our goal is 15 grand. We don't want to lose sight of that 15 grand, but uh, we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be proud to represent whatever that giving has been. Um, and, and thank you guys for trusting us with it. And we appreciate you taking the, the time to invest your hard-earned money. If you do want to uh, get in on the jersey that we're giving away, the, the reason that supports the foundation is that we do a drawing, basically like a raffle, 
uh, for that jersey. Uh, yep. Swaggo, you want to let them know how they do all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, you can, of and, course. Uh, about uh, the offline, too. Uh, absolutely, yeah. So, of course, you, uh, every $10 Super Chat uh, this coming Wednesday on the show will get you one poker chip or one entry into the raffle to win that guy. Uh, but then also, and not that we have preferred ways of getting you know money for the foundation, but if you'd like to get in the mix before the show, if you want to get some of those first poker chips of the night, uh, go to onenationfoundation.net. You're going to go to the donate. You're going to hit that. You're going. It's going to take you to our PayPal. And if you want to in the message, put for Devontae Adams jersey, whatever, every $10 that you do for that gets you those amount of poker chips. But it also, we get to keep all of that money. So YouTube, Google, they get their 30%, they get their cut. Um, so, you know, so essentially, so for every $100 that someone donates on the YouTube, we get 70 bucks of that. So, but if you do it on onenationfoundation.net, we get all 100. So that's, I guess you could say our preferred method of getting that because we get to keep all of it. It's just extra money for the Blitnikovs, for folks like Raider Dad, stuff like that. But however you want to do it, every $10 donation that you do gets you one poker chip into the running to win it. So we will uh, definitely see you on Wednesday for that. Absolutely. All right. Appreciate your Raider Nation. We love you guys. And hey, even if you can't contribute monetarily, just please tell your Raider friends about us. Uh, because that generates uh, advertising opportunities and we give all that money to the charity. Uh, and, uh, you know, so tell your friends, hit a like, hit a subscribe, leave us a review on the iTunes. Yep. We haven't got any reviews on the iTunes lately. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we need to. So if you, if you do, do us a favor, head over to the, well, I guess that's Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Head over to the Apple Podcast and, uh, and and hit that subscribe button there. Just search for Raiders Fan Radio and uh, leave us a little bit of a review on there if you don't mind. Please. There you just, go. Just hit the five stars. That's it, man. Hit the five stars. It's a charity, man. That's it. What do you got against charities? Yeah, well, yeah, what's your problem, man? Jeez. What's your problem? Like okay. Say bye. See ya. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs>